Welcome everybody to Mog Talk. Uh, today is August 21st, 2021. Uh, and if you have not watched Mog Talk before, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy 14 community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chuckable Racing. Uh, before we start, I have to go ahead and make sure everybody introduces themselves on the show. Just so you know who's on here and they're not just sitting here awkwardly and uh, wondering when it's their time to talk. So let's start with Fandy. Fandy, could you tell everybody uh, who you are? Yo, um, I'm Fandy. I came from World of Warcraft uh, for a while, and I'm pretty new to Final Fantasy and the community and whatnot. So uh, it's been really nice so far, though. Everybody's been really sweet. So, yeah. If not, let us know, that because that's not how we behave here at Final Fantasy XIV community. Yeah, I'll break some oh. kneecaps for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and Booba, tell everybody who you are. Hi, I'm Booba Spice, also known as Booba Campbell in some circles, um, and I have been playing Final Fantasy XIV since 2.0. Um, uh, Crow is actually the one who got me into the game, uh, and uh, then I took sort of a hiatus for a few years, and then I came back to the game about three years ago, mm-hmm. and I've been playing steadily ever since, and nice. I've been a part of the roleplay community for about three years as well. Um Wow. So yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Crow, yeah, the person who got uh, Booba involved in Final Fantasy XIV, can you tell everybody who you are? Hi, I'm Crow. I am a Twitch streamer at Stitch Witch Games, and I am the lead organizer of Elfe Club, a roleplay venue on Exodus. All right. All right. So if you all couldn't have guessed, we're talking about roleplaying today in Final Fantasy XIV, which is actually a pretty huge part of Final Fantasy XIV, I would have to say. Uh, and I'm actually Definitely. interested to see where it grows from here. Uh, before we get too far into it, I do want uh, Fandy's a new player to Final Fantasy XIV and entering the world the world of role playing, I suppose, for the game. And so I, I want to know, so everyone watching the show understands your experience so far. Uh, How did you get into the role playing scene, and uh, what's your experience been so far with it? Um. So, uh, Gremlo basically was like, hey, uh, we're hanging out at this place in the game. Um, Do you want to come with, basically? And uh, I was like, sure. Like, why not? You know, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So uh, that's kind of how that started. Yeah, Yeah. that's how they get you. That's that is true. So. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so Grimlo is the dancing Lollifel, right? Yeah, Yeah, the uninstallable. Yeah. Uh, so they said, "Hey, come along, come to this venue." And what was that? What was the venue? Is it just like a, a dancing club? Uh, I think was it the Sugar Rush place, Booba? Do you remember? Because yeah. you yeah, were it was Sugar either. Rush. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we went to Sugar Rush, and then we went to um. Oh, what was it called? Insomnium something. I forget the name of the place, but that was where we did the gambling. Was yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that that was uh, that was a good time. <laughs> All right. Well, what, Fandy? I do, I do want to know what your initial impressions were. Were you like, "What the fuck is happening? What is like life right now?" Or uh, kind of. And there was a lot of cat girls there. It was uh, very interesting. Um, <laughs> but it's been kind of wholesome, to be honest. Seeing like a different side of it that uh, I wasn't really like expecting to see. So. Okay, okay. Uh, Booba, uh, is this like the regular initiation process for people that you're trying to get into role playing? You just tell them to go to I a mean, venue and watch people dance around, or? 
Yeah, I, I would say it's the preferred initiation process. <laughs> um, I, I know some people have had kind of not so great introductions to the RP scene and it kind of turns them off from like trying RP um, mm-hmm. or like interacting with that community. And I think that's where a lot of the stigma comes from as well. Um, mm-hmm. My camera keeps It does a little weird. flicker. It's, a, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm on Windows 8, so it hates Discord. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I Maybe know. we need to do a fun uh, uh, Windows 10 stream for it. Well, isn't it Windows 10 free at the moment? Or... Windows 10 is free, but my computer can't handle it. It's too old. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's like the next goal for you is get a new computer, right? Jeez. All right, keep going. Sorry. I, <laughs> I was just taking it back. Booba? Oh no. We lost her. <laughs> we lost Booba. Oh, she no. was just talking eight and then like it killed. <laughs> it just crashed on her. Um, all right. All right. So Crow, if you wouldn't mind taking over a little bit. Uh, yeah, sure. So I, I do want to ask, when we're talking about the role playing scene and we're talking about, oh, there's the cameras. That's okay. We're going to leave the cameras the way they are. Uh, back. Oh, welcome back. Oh, <laughs> heard me talking shit and was like i don't think so <laughs> yeah okay we're good we're good uh, we're good yeah we're good um so sure uh what was i talking about oh my god don't worry uh, yeah about so it. the preferred introduction to the mm-hmm. rpc and i think yeah. it's just going out to the clubs mm-hmm. um which really really became prevalent for people because of covid mm-hmm. mm. um because people couldn't go out to actual clubs anymore they couldn't go to the bar with their friends and so they started going to the bars in final fantasy uh with their friends and started realizing hey this is actually fun (laughs) Mm -hmm. and more and more people started building their own bars as well um before that it was like a much smaller scene i think oh significantly yeah um and then covid hit and everyone had to stay inside so they went to the cyber bars (laughs) The other thing, too, I would point out about how big it's exploded was the delay of patch 5.3. Was there such a long delay between story updates that people just kind of said, well, what do we do now? We may as well go make our own stories. And that, I think, really, really Mm -hmm. did contribute to how quickly it how quickly it blew up. So you're saying that the scene is kind of actually pretty new overall, uh, like Mm -hmm. within the last year or two. The, the size of it, I would say, is pretty new. Yeah, it, it's okay. grown very quickly over, like, the last year or so. Yeah. But it was always there, like, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, you know, uh, looking at kind of an outside perspective and seeing, when we're talking about role-playing, like, what goes in my head is, like, hey, uh, you know, walking around in the open world, you know, voicing out the thoughts of your characters and everything else, is this the same kind of situation that we're talking about in these venues too, or are people just themselves talking uh, normally? Um, it kind of depends, actually. Like I've found people that, like we're we're coming up on our one year anniversary on Exodus uh, Halloween weekend, and I've seen the whole gamut of people who make their characters as self inserts, people who like recreate themselves in the character creator, or like our like my crew. Um, we have our own channel in our discord server where we like build our own lore and backstory too. So it really does depend on the person there. There is a little bit of something for everybody. 
Fandy, what type of person are you? In uh, role-playing. See, I, I'm new to role-playing. I never did it. Like I was saying before, uh, mm -hmm. the only thing I knew about role-playing was in Golchar, and we stayed away from there. So, uh, yeah. yeah. As yeah. far as role-playing goes, I probably would just, like, be more of, like, myself, kind of. I don't think I would really, like, go too far as, like, creating, like, a whole other character. I guess, like, yeah. yet, you know, if I ever, it was something I ever did, like, more of, you know, yeah. then maybe I might, you know, delve a little deeper, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, WoW was a was a little bit different with role playing in general, because uh, you had RP servers that yeah. were dedicated to like, hey, this is an RP environment. If you're on this world, you should be role playing, right? Mm -hmm. um, Final Fantasy doesn't have that at all. Um, not well, true. I, I would Balmung. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> and Balmung so, and Mateus. I would say are the two yeah. dedicated. I will role say play officially. Servers officially yeah, okay, not a fair yeah so when yeah, you're they're... starting the game you don't know hey i should go to this server for role playing unless if you just research it before you start playing right yes that's true yeah yeah, yeah they're not officially role play servers <laughs> but uh they're definitely known for it mm -hmm. mm. but i mean like it it's also not kind of enforcing it either it's not like saying hey you should expect the role play on this server it's like people just do that because that's where the word of mouth tells them to go and you could go and do it but no one's like saying hey you have to role play on this server or anything like that yeah that's true yeah yeah and there's definitely people on balmung and mateus who don't rp yeah and they're not happy about it <laughs> what really yeah is there they're is like there... i'm here to raid why are you doing this is there a, a conflict uh, between like role players and like i guess raider only kind of players like Fandy, the raider-only kind of player, right? <laughs> um, not that I have seen on the surface, at least. Um, like the biggest issue that that I have run into, like we're getting a group together to start doing um, Eden Savage, and like the biggest thing I have to contend with is we're open certain hours on the weekend, and I have to be able to like make sure everybody can come in and raid around that because not everybody that raids is in the roleplay community with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but like but as far than... as like <laughs> conflicts of personality mm -hmm. like not unless somebody's like going out of their way to be a jackass about it like trying to push somebody to be in character and that doesn't really happen okay. yeah so that that sends me for two more questions i have uh one <laughs> is the dedication of having these venues open and so you you have a schedule that you say this this venue is open every day from this time or something like that um we're open weekends <clears throat> um like friday through sunday nights mm -hmm. <laughs> pardon me um others are open like just there are a couple that are open whenever we feel like it we mm -hmm. collectively um there are some that like take like we have a, a house there are some that take place in apartments um but as far as scheduling goes each like dedicated role play space kind of sets its own mm. okay I mean, it, it sounds um, like little businesses in the game. It really it is. is. Um, it like I, is. I, I create a schedule every week. Um, like m mine is run a little bit different than I think most people do. Um, I try and run it as like a co-op because it's not a me effort; it's a group effort. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot do this by myself. Um, but like I, I do create a schedule every week. I, I put the call out on Monday and have it out by Wednesday. 
Um, I try and be up on, you know, do we have everything we need to have on our menu? Do we have all of the people that we need to cover the different stations that we have? Does everybody know what they're doing there? It really is like like running a small business. Hmm. Okay. Wait, do that? Do they actually like make gill and stuff like an uh -huh. actual? Oh, so I could, I could like employ people. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. And I, get I, ah, I see. <laughs> My my biggest self complaint is that I currently cannot pay what some of the like big big role play venues play, uh, pay, but yeah, everybody gets an hourly, and then uh, like if people do one on one like story building or that kind of thing, um, they get to keep a pretty hefty percentage of the the fees that we charge for like individual role play. Right, so they... people. Keep going. Go please. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Well, please. I was gonna say it's it's if you're good at it, and like I I come from a background of I'm a freelance writer, um, like culturally, um, I come from a long line of storytellers, mm. um, and I noticed that like some somebody pointed out in the chat that some groups make gill, not everybody will charge, and that's very very true, um, but there's some I. There's some I, legitimacy I adding and, that in there, though, right? Yes. Adding in the gill. It's like, hey, this is actually something cool, and it's actually a little worthwhile. Uh, well, and the reason I do it is because I I can't pay everybody real money to give up their time on their weekends mm -hmm. to do this. The very, very least I can do is, like, pay them in-game and, like, make sure that they can, you know, do something fun with it. Go buy a fun glamour, you know, if you've been eyeing that mount on the market board, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's that's the bare minimum is it's not about making money it's about compensating people for their time yeah yeah uh do you have any like people who fund you in game like the really crazy uh market board gang or something like supports your <laughs> venue and they like give you money uh yeah we have a couple people that come in pretty regularly um and like they'll spend money at the at the bar um okay and i uh, want to give a shout out to uh to our uh friend gold who actually funded us at the start, when they opened up the new housing wards, we were able to purchase a larger house because of that. Um, so I want to, you know, huge, huge thank you to him. We wouldn't like be where we are without that. So, yeah. yeah. I, there's so much yeah, more you, I want to dig into that with that. <laughs> go ahead, Booba. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You definitely wind up like if you work at these venues, like you'll get regulars who enjoy yeah. your storytelling and will come back to like build their characters against yours and like come up with more story. Absolutely. Man, uh, <laughs> that's way more intense than I thought it was, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, the second question, by the way, from what we were talking about earlier, uh, is a little bit of a tangent, but I want to ask it before I forget it. Uh, are there people who make groups and they role play while they raid? Um, I'm, I'm sure that there are. Yeah. Um, like we, we had a staff auction for pride month, uh, end of June and one of like, and we just, we sell an hour of time and one of my crew got auctioned off for 10 million gill. And what they wanted him for was to go like, like look at their house and give feedback on their decoration. Uh, a couple of people have had their time bought to like, go do content, that kind of thing, run roulettes. Uh, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure it does happen. Okay. So you got, I got, now I got, I want to dig into this buying people thing. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> how, how often do you do these auctions where people are just like, Hey, you can buy my time for 10 million gill for an hour, or whatever that setup may be. 
Oh, just a couple times a year. We know people okay. aren't like people don't have that kind of money all the time. Fair. Um, but like we we do it for big events. Like we did a, we called it Pearl Day. Like I'm not sure if you're familiar with White Day, like in Japan. Mm, no, I'm not. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a counterpoint to Valentine's Day. Mm. And you know, I'm I just I was not on the ball. Didn't get on it for Valentine's Day. So we did something for we called it Pearl Day. Mm -hmm. um and we did a staff auction then it was supposed to be like cute and romantic or like we did our one for uh pride month that kind of thing mm -hmm. um like we don't we don't do them super often but often enough and they tend to they tend to bring in a decent chunk of revenue okay and there's nothing shady in this whole situation where people are like buying their time and everything else right it's all like healthy nope, wholesome uh, okay and all every, right. my my policy is nobody on my crew is required to do anything that they're not comfortable with their their comfort and their safety comes long before money in in the bank or like you know butts in the seats whatever you want to call it like my their their safety is my number one priority so uh i i will bring up that i do have you know uh kayoko and naruko they're they're uh good friends of mine uh, sure. And they do the Maid Cafe around Valentine's Day, uh, which I think is pretty popular. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, where people, you, you purchase someone's time and you go into a room. But I, it's usually not that as, I, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> far that situation goes. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's like the same, like very off limits kind of things. Um, but it is interesting. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how often that really is where people do like these maid cafes and things like that. Is it that like a unique situation they're, or do they're you pretty see... popular? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I yeah. will, I will just come right out and say we do, we are an 18 plus role play venue, but that's because we deal with a lot of different mature themes. Like my characters, some of their backstory, they've got some trauma going and I don't want to just like have some unsuspecting freshman in high school wander in and hear me talk about like, Oh yeah, she killed somebody one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. true. That's true. And it's oh, a, yeah. it's, it's a COA yeah. policy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was doing. I took body shots with Booba. <laughs> yeah, we did some body shots. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to a real life club, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, we do a modicum of body shots. Wow. All right. That's cool. That's really cool. How do you even? How do you even like make it, make that happen in the game? Is it just like okay. you're, you're typing? So, it Go ahead. Little little mini tutorial time. Sure. So when you're in the game, if you type slash em, mm -hmm. and then any sentence, it'll post as if you've done like an emote. Like you know mm. when you do an emote and it says right. like so and so pats like this and that on the head mm -hmm. or whatever you can type custom emotes. Mm -hmm. So you can type like slash EM, I give you a body shot, but like with more, way more detail than that. Oh, it was very detailed. <laughs> yeah, it was very detailed. <laughs> Is it stuff that we can't say on the show? Detailed? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> or, or on Twitch, you know, this is an 18 yeah, plus yeah. show, it's, but, yeah. uh, you know, Fandy. I mean, so, I'm not gonna, go ahead. I'm not gonna like, rat out any of the people that come into my venue of course like i, I value yeah. people's privacy yeah too, client so. confidentiality thank you, you know? for hiding my participation <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're a role play noob wink yeah. wink wink yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. this is a lot different than uh again going back to coming from wow here uh back in my day playing wow you had night elves standing on top of 
mailboxes, right? And that's like mm. as far as anything close to this would really come. Well, unless if you go into Goldshire, I think that evolved <laughs> after a certain point. But yeah, uh, I, I uh, I'm I'm so interested into this because most of it does seem like it revolves around housing. Is that true, or is there a lot of stuff outside of the the venues and everything else? Um, I would say anywhere you go, it's mostly going to be like restricted to like venues and stuff, mm-hmm. except for on Balmung and Mateus. Um, yeah, okay. There you'll have more open world RP scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, it's mostly only in Old Da. <laughs> oh, for some reason, it... they decided Old Da was the place to role play. <laughs> I thought Waking Sands was another one. Am I wrong about that? No, uh, it's the. Uh, Waking Sands is where the Scions hang out. Like it's yeah. the the it's the, the quicksand. quicksand. Oh, the quicksand. Sorry, yeah. and which that's is like the, the no the go. Inn. Yeah, the inn in Olda. Okay, that's yeah, the Goldshire place, right? Yeah, that's that's the Goldshire. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, um, but other than that, you don't see like a whole lot of like open world RP. It's pretty much just in venues, which. Venues aren't just bars either. There's bakeries, there's like cafes. Um, a, someone built a McDonald's in their basement one time and like it was a drive through and you had to like yell your order <laughs> as you go through the drive through. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we were closed a couple weekends back. Um, and so we just went around and we saw one that was like a Japanese onsen mm. that they had set up inside their house. It was beautiful. Yeah. Easily yeah. one of the prettiest places I've ever been in. I had the and... uh, the HGTV guys on before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they do is absolutely insane. Building houses yeah. and making, uh, you know, the different setups and everything. And Fandy, I think you've seen some of that, right? You've gone some house hunting. Or am I wrong about that? Have you seen a lot of the oh, houses? Uh, I've seen uh, only a few, to be honest, because I just started. Uh, I got a little apartment that I just decorated. I was all proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've you seen did like such a good job. Thank you. <laughs> I would do. I binged how to float stuff for like hours, and then I was like, all right, I'm getting on. I was like there for like you know. No. Um, but yeah, I've only seen like a handful of the houses, but like a lot of the stuff I've seen is like it's crazy how like creative people can be in the game, and like even like make things out of like stuff that's not actually like. I've seen like people with like flat screen TVs and all that. And I'm just like, what the, how are they? That's so crazy. Yeah. Like seeing how much like, you know, creative freedom that you can have with something like housing. Yeah. You could be really, really clever with how you place items and make completely new items. And that's a whole yeah. nuanced thing that's within that community as well. Uh, and I'm assuming the, the housing community and the role playing community go kind of hand in hand a lot. Is that right, Booba? Um, I would say so, yeah, like most, uh, not most, but like a lot of FCs, once they get a house, mm-hmm. will be like, hey, let's build a bar. You know how like it's every like the first dude thing, and his like everyone thinks is like, about. we should buy a bar, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like that, but you can actually do it <laughs> without ruining Jeez. your finances. <laughs> um, this, this is going to sound like a brag and it's not because I had nothing to do with the decoration and like our current decor. Um, the person that did it did an absolutely fantastic job for us, but she submitted us to uh, Primal Rise Up to be on mm. a housing tour. And some of the stuff I saw in there, just like I, I looked at that and I went, never in a million years. That's incredible. Yeah. 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 And that's actually mostly what I do in game is housing decoration and stuff like that. Like, that's my favorite part of the game is decorating a house. 
Well, isn't that uh, so? You know, Rich started playing recently, and were you in charge of doing the whole house there? Yes. Um, no. So the original small that we had in the goblet, I decorated by myself. Mm -hmm. And then the medium, which we have currently in Shirogane, uh, I decorated together with Luna Sato, um, who's a member of the FC. Uh, and we kind of tag teamed that and built it together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, so the decorations were all done by me and Luna. It's freaking amazing. Uh, and if I, I was going through some videos and stuff and everything, uh, Fanda, you're in Rich's FC as well, right? Yeah. So you've seen his house and all the crazy stuff that's going on. Uh, yeah, I have. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> My secret office. Yeah. That was interesting <laughs> to see. I was like, wait, what? Where's everybody going? And I see him jump. And then I was like, what? what's going on <laughs> yeah. here? Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a, we have a section like that kind of by accident in our place. Oh yeah, is it yeah. just like a little hidden room that you just appear in or something? Uh, well, we have our we have our hidden our hidden room where we do the gambling and stuff. But uh, <laughs> to to get to get to it, you have to go over like a half partition, and if you mm -hmm. do it just wrong, it'll clip you up into the ceiling. Uh, well, yeah, and then you go into the void, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So my secret office is built entirely in the void, and I've actually done. Um, uh, I, I've actually done an entire build. I have on Hyperion mm -hmm. um, a punk rock club that I run when I feel like it. Uh, and it is glitched entirely underneath the box of the apartment oh, that it's no. in. Uh, <laughs> so you actually have to glitch through the back wall and then go down a spiral staircase. And then you're in this like grimy grunge club that's called The Pit. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, and I have... I have bards there. It, it got it. I got inspired to build it because they added the electric guitar into the game. Right. And suddenly there was all this like awesome punk music happening, and I was like, "We need a punk rock club!" Oh my god. <laughs> so I built this like grungy nightclub. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of it. I do want to ask uh, this question, uh, Fandy, real quick, because uh, we always talk about like the bards and music playing and everything else, and sometimes it's great. But sometimes it's just really not. Fanny, what, have you had a lot of experience with bards running around playing music? Uh, yes. Yeah, some of them follow me around when I'm live, but uh, <laughs> I haven't heard any of that are like bad. Actually, I was just like curious. I didn't even know how people did it. Like they're mm. just playing like all kinds of music and stuff. I was like, do you like have to like click your keyboard? I don't even know how any of that so, works. It's really cool. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna some. So some people do play by hand. Um, and that's, you can hook up a MIDI keyboard. Uh, so any USB keyboard, like piano keyboard to oh. the game, and then you can just play by hand. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are people who write programs that play MIDI files. Yeah. Um, oh, but see. that's, the, the best thing is to just assume that they're playing by hand and give them some applause. Yeah, yeah. We all, we want to think positively. Everyone's just like an amazing artist <laughs> yeah. that kills every single <laughs> verse, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, there's, uh, this teetering point to where you have people who play and you're like, oh, guys, neat, and that's cool. And then there's people who just go over there and spam the button constantly. And it's just ra racket noise and everything else. Oh, I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> Lucky. I had, to, I had turned it off because of it, but, uh, yeah. Crow, I did interrupt you. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I don't even remember. Perfect interruption. So there. it's all, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I. We talked a little bit about gambling, 
Uh, how, how, uh, what, what is the gambling in this game? You go into, like, a little hidden room and you just kind of slash random? Uh, yeah, we use, uh, slash random in party chat to roll, like, blackjack numbers. Mm -hmm. And then the big thing, like, I, I, I do believe this was done in WoW, too, where people did death roll. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, where you roll down until somebody hits one and then that person loses, I think is how it goes. I do not have a head for numbers, so I, I leave the gambling stuff to the people in my crew that do. Um, but yeah, we, we do offer a couple different games, and you know people will come in every now and again wanting to just play Triple Triad, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, can I, also I, do, uh, you can also do Stripple Triad. No. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. I, I, I want to know about yeah. death rolling just because I didn't actually know about that. What is death rolling? Uh, Liz I, uh, or Fandy, you two might know more about it than I do. Um, if either of you know the rules, otherwise I can try. Yeah, I know it. the rules. Uh, yeah. my, my, my FC is a big fan of death rolling. Um, they do it just for fun, uh, like not on an organized thing. But mm. um, so basically two people um, roll. So if you type in slash random and then a space and then a number, you'll roll out of that number. Mm. So two people will roll out of 10 and whoever rolls highest gets to go first. Mm -hmm. And then they roll just an open slash random. So say I rolled open slash random and I got a 635. Mm-hmm then you going after me would roll slash random out of 635. Okay. And then whatever you managed to roll, I would roll out of that number. And you keep going and the numbers get smaller and smaller until you someone rolls a one and they lose. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So I would yeah. bet you like a million gill. And then when you roll like a one, I, you gil. have to give me a million gill. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a lot to to give. Uh, I buy yeah. food and potions, and that's where all my money goes. And I'm yeah. Just, I, I don't death roll for less than a mil. So I uh, I watched uh, close to ten million gil change hands in the span of about five minutes once. Yeah. Nice. And this was just like two people that showed up were sitting in one of the booths. Like, hey, let's let's death roll with uh, somebody in our FC who was just like she was there and just kind of vibing. And she's like, yeah, all right, I'll death roll. And uh, it got really intense real quick. So, uh, Fandy, you said you did some gambling. Did you lose money? I did. Yeah. Uh, no, actually. I actually uh, I won some money, and then I spent it all on my house, so I don't have any gold or gill uh, left. But, technically, yeah, you I, lost money. I won money. some. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you had to buy house from, stuff. Yeah. Frosty, I just sent you an image of a death roll I did the other day against one of my FC members. Oh, I can't. I can look on it at it on my phone, but I can't look oh. at it because, like, I'm window okay. capturing Discord. And so, as soon as I go over to it, it'll give like all the secret messages so, we had away. So yeah. fair. I, I so I got to roll first. Yeah. And I rolled a six hundred and fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then they rolled a one out of six hundred and fifteen. Oh no! For a million gil. That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> Literally just instant loss. It was so oh. funny. Uh, um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so the next step to gambling in-game, uh, mm -hmm. which kind of brings it more into the RP scene, is there are RP venues that are fight clubs. Yes. And you can go there and bet on the fights. <laughs> How does that work? Um, so there's an in-game RP system for combat. Mm. Um, and 
so it's based on those slash random rolls again. So say Fandy, say if you and I were fighting, I would type a description like I go in for like a roundhouse kick and then mm -hmm. I like flip you over my leg and like slam you into the ground, right? Nice. And then you would type the description of your attack. Like you give me an uppercut and then like punch me in the stomach 12 times and then like jump in the air and karate kick me in the face. And then we would each roll slash random Mm -hmm. And whoever rolls higher, that's what happens. <laughs> Actually, it sounds uh, fun. so you would so you would win that round, and it's usually a best two out of three kind of thing. So, like, if you were to win two out of the three rolls that we did, you would win the fight. I see. I thought and I thought when you said that I thought you just basically teleported to the wolf's den and you did one v ones. No, no, uh, <laughs> it's, it's an actual role play system. Okay. So it's kind of like playing D&D, &D, basically. Um, and people will bet on those fights. You know, uh, that reminds me of something back in the day. It just brought back this hidden, blocked-out memory of AOL days. Uh, oh, when yeah. I was, uh, we would, there was this form or something that we'd go to. It was like a Dragon Ball Z form. I can't remember how old. I was most probably like 12 or 11 or something like that. And then you'd get into an instant message uh, with this other person. And then whoever could type their Dragon Ball Z move faster and then do a slash whatever random uh, would get the first hit off. And it was just a stupid little thing. To me, to me it was stupid yeah. because I was a little, like a kid and I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't yeah. type fast and I got my ass beat. Uh, and I wasn't using AOL to its potential back then, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you use AOL back in the day? Oh, Barely. Yeah, I did too. I think I I think I missed the AOL days. Not to not to date myself on stream, but <laughs> I I'm old. I'm old. I, I was back there with AOL and uh, all the crappy stuff from back in the beginning of the internet in the early '90s. Uh, yeah, my mom did not like me being on the internet at all. I I would get in trouble for being on WoW and stuff. Like I'd hear her coming into my room, and I'd have to. I'd had one of those big box monitors, and I'd hear her coming. I'd turn it off, and then I'd run to my bed and pretend I'm asleep and wait for her to leave. And I turn it back on, run back. That was pretty Aww. much how I had to play that games back. Me, that reminds <laughs> me a lot of back in the I, like when I was doing. It was with Fantasy Star Online, though, and a Dreamcast okay. had a modem that would dial up, and so it would dial up and make that connection. Uh, and I was playing Fantasy Star Online, which is a little Dreamcast MMO. And then, like, in the middle of the night, my mom would pick up the phone and hear it. And then I'd get disconnected. I'm like, oh, shit, I know exactly what happened. I'd turn everything off and just flip over. Like, I'm sitting, <laughs> and my bed would, my door would open and yeah. the light would come in. And I'm like, is she going to say anything? And she, it would just slowly go dark again. Mm -hmm. And then I'd wait 30 minutes, <laughs> dial the fuck back up, and just <laughs> start playing. <laughs> Oh, the good That's old amazing. days. Uh, anyways, completely not role playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, fun little tangent there. Like I, I think so. Gambling overall. Tell me, tell me some other gambling things. We have Fight Club, which sounds like gambling yeah. to me. That sounds like gambling to me. Yeah, because uh, people are betting on the fights, and then yeah. the fights themselves are also like a gamble. Um, right. Because like you're, it's based on random rolls as opposed to actual skill. Yeah. Is there um, any skill-based gambling that I need to know about? I mean, if it's skill-based, it's not gambling, right? Right. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> blackjack is the closest thing you can really get to it, right? Well, you said triple yeah. triad too, right? Uh, yeah, triple triad. Yeah. Triple triad That's doesn't come up quite as often, though. 
Um, and then, like, the upside to, to gambling in Final Fantasy is we tell people that we can't game the system in our favor. <laughs> so, like, there is a much more even playing field. Um, the mm. the gentleman that I have on Sundays that normally does our gambling station is very, very good at it, though. Like, he knows when to suggest, like, hey, you know, you've had all these winnings. So you should go buy a drink with them. Um, <laughs> and is really good at knowing, uh, like, when to say, okay, I'm not going to... You know, RNG is against me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time, time to bring in the next person. Yeah, yeah. So you have wait a minute. You have bouncers that kick people. Do you have bouncers no. that kick people out? No, 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 no. Um, I <laughs> no, I wouldn't say he kicks people out, but okay. it's like that sense of like, okay, yeah, you've won enough. You should go back upstairs to the bar and like buy a drink or something now, or like. <laughs> yeah, we're not <laughs> losing any more guilt to you. <laughs> uh, like some some places will have quote-unquote bouncers but i i tend to be the one that comes in on the luckily rare occasion where we've had to ask somebody to leave i i tend to be the one to do that because i can come in on the fc lead character and be like you need to go right now <laughs> okay yeah. i, I like, have word to of, word of god says you have to go oh i gotta ask is there a way to actually afterwards. kick people go. out no. once or twice no no is there a way to like oh. kick people out of your house like um unfortunately no no but what oh. I, what i what i'll do is like if somebody like is acting up shall we say and they don't leave i i will i have gone to the gms a couple of times and been like hey there are chat logs of me asking this person to leave mm-hmm. and they won't and they're pretty good about that yeah the gms will actually do stuff in this game mm-hmm. which is interesting That's, yeah 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 uh yeah so that does bring me to the question of the some of the i, I want to know some of the worst situations you've had to deal with people role-playing and you know needing to kick them out what, what were these situations Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if these are ones you really want me saying on stream. Like, we've had people, like, <laughs> RPing, like, bathroom stuff on the floor. Um, okay. Or, like, <laughs> okay, so, like, I had a Lollafell come in and, like, RP, like, taking a dump on the floor. And I'm like, you need to leave right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, or, yeah. Uh, we, we had Lollafells, man. And yeah. and again, yeah. please, by all means, tell me if this is crossing a line, too. I asked somebody to leave the other weekend. They had a, a Lala named Jailbait. Oh, yeah. And I no. said, nope, and, we don't want that here. Please yeah. go away. And, like, t- to their credit, they did, but also yikes. Yeah. yeah that, like, yikes. like, please do not. <laughs> yeah. It's it's um, the worst. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is, this has been, like... This has been like three, maybe four instances yeah. in ten months of being open. So it doesn't happen yeah. very often, at least not with us. We have a, we have okay. a pretty good, good core community. group of yeah. yeah. For some reason, I thought like you know those uh, beers that come in like the paper bags and everything. I thought Fandy was being handed like liquor or alcohol or something after that. Yeah, it's a good Saturday, <laughs> you know. Gotta yeah, get started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no good good good, good. Uh, so I think that like uh, it's interesting to hear these bad interactions because I, I know there's trolls out there that just are kind of jerks you see them on stream you can see them like in game there's people that run around and do really stupid stuff to try to mess up other people's experience because they want to be little idiot trolls right yeah. uh, but, but it like... sounds like that's the worst you've had so far yeah, and like I, I, I say that I've got a couple stories, but it really is just a couple of stories. Like every now and again, we'll be like, "Hey, do you remember that dude that 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 did that thing that one time?" Oh yeah, how long ago was that again? Months and months. Like wow. we forget about it. I got. Like they're yeah, they're gone. They're not coming back. 
yeah and then like yeah. move we, we move on and it's not okay it's yeah not the good the, the, the good experiences far way out that, uh, outweigh the bad oh yeah absolutely all right just because i love drama is there like uh any bad interactions between rp groups in the game or like oh, oh this, yeah. these guys <laughs> there's a lot of drama yes but okay. also that's that's not a pot that I want to stir either, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've stayed off of that for the most part. Like I, 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 I keep up on some of the drama just so I can stay out of it as much as possible. Because like that doesn't have to affect me if I don't let it. It's true. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Because uh, I, you know, I I asked the uh, housing community uh, guys about that too, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's bad." I'm like, "It's housing." Like, why, yeah. why do people got to be shitty to each other in housing? Yeah. Like, yeah. The way they decorate is better than the way they, uh, the other group decorates and they, they get into it. But Yeah, people yeah. get... Well, that's the thing is, like, I think because it's a creative medium, you get, like, accusations of plagiarism and things like that. Mm. There can be drama surrounding that. And it's the same with, like, RP venues. Like, oh, you stole our theme. And it's like, you don't own this theme. Mm. What are you talking about? You know? Like... Right. Well, and the um, biggest thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. The, the biggest thing that I've seen is like there will be falling out between friends or fallings mm. out, and then people try and bring that out of like their DMs and into real life. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of your your marital spat. This is this is not what I'm here to play the game for. Please go away. That can't um, get that's very that's the yeah that's the biggest thing that I've seen and like. Again, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to get it pulled into that. But like some of the mm -hmm. quote unquote big RP communities is people try and bring their their dirty laundry out for everybody to see or other people's problems and skeletons, that kind of thing. I guess that happens. That happens in raid too, all the time. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, like uh, you know, you're raiding with people, uh, and this is why <laughs> the the couple raiding gets so much shit. Because I, mm -hmm. I I raided with my wife for like years. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I never had any issues, but people are always, like, uh, upset because they come in and they're like, oh, well, you know, she's going to get special treatment or he's going to get special treatment or however it is. Uh, and it causes all these conflicts inside of it. Um, I don't know. Fandy, have you had any experience with that? Uh, And wow, yeah, because me and my uh, fiance, we raid together and it's uh, definitely makes it a little bit more difficult to, like, find, like, guilds and stuff that are willing to accept they call it package deals and things like uh -huh. that. So, yeah. um, yeah, definitely makes it a lot harder and it kind of like narrows down the options because they just have bad experiences. It's like, oh, one of them's gonna be good and one of them's not. <laughs> so <laughs> right. we have to bring both of them, and it's you know, so yeah, yeah. that's that's really rough. I'm mm. sorry that you have to deal with that. That's eh, okay. I'm I'm I've been kind of used to it. It doesn't matter. Like. I feel like anything I do, if you were like, yeah, she got carried through it, it's like, what did you do? What do you mean? But it's, yeah. yeah, that's the streamer life, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But I mean, you weren't carried through RP, right? <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not. If anything, you were carried through your fiance oh. <laughs> with the RP. Well, then I gotta. <laughs> you with black? Yeah. I accidentally, I accidentally click my OBS and it makes my camera freak out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sucks the color um, out of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, your fiance was enjoying uh, the RP venues and the gambling he, too, right? He enjoys it a little too much. I <laughs> really? Yes. He is like, my God, there's cat women everywhere. I love this place. 
you're dancing everywhere. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. Coming, I think that's one of the biggest surprises coming from WoW. Is like the you're dealing with orcs and you're dealing. I mean, you have like version. You got the blood elves and you got the uh, night elves and everything else. But you, it's a lot more variety, and you got Thorn mm -hmm. and everything else. But when you go into Final Fantasy fourteen, you got every single uh race is attractive in some way like easily that's their default thing uh and uh it, it's just all over the place was that yeah. shocking to you when you first came in or were you like oh this is this kind of good uh nope 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 not nope. shocking nope and i was <laughs> i'm just trying to get to level 80 so i can get those leggings you know which ones i'm talking yeah, about the two B, yeah the two mm -hmm. leggings yeah yep I can't tell you the amount of controversy that came in after that was introduced because <laughs> there's no butt slider in the game. And so they're like, well, this is our cure. We'll give you the 2B uh, leggings. And yeah. I think I'm just, I want to make glamours with, with them. And they're like, that doesn't match. It's like, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. it, it's the 2B leggings. I'll yep. make it match. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? Isn't that like the majority of like the RP scene is the 2B leggings or is there more? Uh, the 2B leggings are good. Um, the Dalmaskin stuff is used a lot. I've seen uh, like the draped top and bottoms. Uh, the the Summer Seas stuff or South Seas, whatever it is. The, mm. the Hawaiian yeah, shirt. The, the... Station. Mm. Yeah. Uh, anything that they give out at the Moonfire Fair where you're in a, like a little skimpy swimsuit is always really popular. I've got a couple of those. <laughs> Yeah, but also like they're cute outfits. Like it's not just it. It is eye candy, but also like from a design perspective, they're they're mm -hmm. cute outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is I I do want to ask this because I mean, it's Final Fantasy gets shit for. I mean, when you're looking outside and you're looking at Final Fantasy fourteen and they see this, I mean, this is this was the statement from anyone who's not playing Final Fantasy fourteen. They're like, oh, it's just a bunch of cat girls, right? Uh, and they add this whole negativity to it. But I think playing Final Fantasy fourteen for so long, it just feels like, oh, well, that's just MMOs. That's just normal, right? Have, have you played any other MMO besides WoW like that has it's literally, what was it? Uh, was it Black Desert? And very animated characters running around. Was that it? Or was that a different one? I never played Black Desert, I played like Ion. I started playing EverQuest and then WoW and then like Ion and Rift and Guild Wars. So mm -hmm. those are like only the ones that I've played. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't uh, remember any cat girls in those. Though so. <laughs> so, I, I think, God, I'm trying to remember what it was. I, I can't remember anymore, but I think that's just like the standard of games now uh, mm -hmm. is that there is sexualization to the games, right? I mean, that's it, it sells pretty well. Um, I remember, uh, Booba, do you remember when they announced, uh, Vieira? Uh, yeah, that was actually, so that was during my hiatus from the oh, game. Oh, really? But I remember Crow being especially hyped about it. Yeah, I was really excited. Uh, I've been playing, uh, I'm actually coming off on my seven year anniversary this week. Uh, I started playing 2.3, mm. um, consistently, I'm sorry to say. Um, <laughs> no, I've been playing since 2.3, like almost all the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the very first thing I did was I bought a Fantasia and then found out that Viera can't wear hats. And I got really annoyed by it, despite not wearing hats on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Like, I, I never have... wear hats on my characters, but it'd be nice to have the option. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, like, do you want bunny ears or do you want hats? Which one? I want the bunny ears. Okay. <laughs> yeah, bunny ears. <laughs> yeah, and, like, there, there is a whole conversation to be had, not, not related to the purview of this stream, about, hmm. like, the male gaze and the sexualization of characters in video games. Mm -hmm. Um... But the thing that I've found, like, like to kind of tie it back in, is that there's a lot of women and feminine people in the roleplay community that really are doing a lot of work to reclaim that and, like, take back that agency of this character is super hypersexualized because I want them to be. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, what's funny, uh, doing this show and setting it up, and people will say, oh, yeah, every single... Uh, you know, cat girl in the game. It's just some guy behind a keyboard. But then we have this show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, I think the RP scene does actually have a majority, I would say, of female players in it. Hmm. Um, uh, definitely outweighing male players in terms of like people who role play yeah, in the I'm game. Now I'm kind of like going down my roster trying to think. I have out of like 30 people in my FC, I think four of them are played by cisgender men. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Not not very many. Wow. Yeah. Well, and good. I I do think a lot of that is because like girls write a lot of fan fiction. And a lot of role-playing comes from fanfiction and like that kind of mentality and stuff. Like I, I would say the majority of fanfic writers are female people, female identifying people. And a lot of those people, when they play these sorts of video games, will get interested in the RP scene as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so that leads to it being a, a female dominated area of the game. Okay. I mean, it makes sense to me. You both know way better than I do. Uh, just because I, I do. I've had situations in the game where I'm just kind of raid logging and everything, and I've never really ventured that far into it. Uh, but it does sound amazing. It sounds like a lot of fun because uh, this is a game that you can go in and you can feel like it's alive and has more stuff going on than just raiding. You have people interacting with each other and finding things to do. Uh, I think that's really cool. I, I don't ever remember that happening when I played WoW, Fandy. Can you remember that happening at all in WoW? Well, I feel like RP and WoW is way more limited because they don't have things like housing. It's, you pretty much are given like what the game gives you. And it's like super limited on like how much creativity you can have mm -hmm. over menus. And I mean, people gamble, but like there's no like venues. There's none of that stuff. It's all like out in the open world. There's none of that. So uh, not really, no. I mean, yeah. well, we had RP, garrisons, but... Oh, we don't talk about those. Those don't count. <laughs> <laughs> those don't yeah. count. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, I do want to. I do want to clarify too. Um, sure. My my role play experience is almost primary. It's primarily on Primal Data Center. Mm -hmm. uh, like people were saying in your chat that like things are pretty mixed on other data centers, and that's probably entirely true. That's just been my experience on Primal. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Booba, where's your experience? Um, so before the whole, before making 
Booba and like uh-huh. the whole thing with the Rich Kids FC and stuff. I also played on Primal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do actually have a number of characters on uh, Balmung and Mateus mm-hmm. that I play. I'm a, I'm an altaholic. <laughs> So I, right. I'm not a Fantasia addict, but I make alts like there's nobody's business. And making alts I, is cheaper. Making alts is cheaper, but also like for me personally, one of the things I enjoy the most in the world, like not just in video games, in D&D, in mm-hmm. like writing, in all of that, is creating characters. Coming up with a mm. creative backstory and reasons why this person is the way they is and is the way they are. Is the way they is. I can't talk. Why they are the person they are today and like what led to that and how it affects their appearance, how it affects their behaviors, their relationships with other people. That's what I love doing. Mm-hmm. So when I get an idea for a character in my head, I don't want to like Fantasia and name change another character that I love Mm -hmm. and will probably go back to at some point. I'm going to make a new character for that. And that's why I'm now at the level cap and I have 40 characters in Final Fantasy. Jeez. (laughs) So I can't make any more characters and I'm sad about it. Just make it, buy another account, another subscription. Honestly, I might. (laughs) But Uh. yeah, so I do have characters on Baumung and Mateus that I play um and have like whole like friend groups um that they interact with and like stories that i'm working on for those characters um Mm -hmm. so yeah okay okay uh and that reminds me i I do want to get a little bit more experience or not experience understanding of uh, fandy's uh experience previously before all this because D D is a common placeholder with like role-playing and everything else have you mm-hmm. done anything not just role-playing in a game but like things that were like D or things that would put you into a character did you even larp or do anything crazy like that uh actually we when i was growing up my dad liked playing D a lot so that was like our family game night we would play D uh, and i used to go to like renaissance festivals and uh for a long time uh, and nice. do like role play there for a while, I had like a whole like noble gown wow. and stuff. I don't have any of that anymore, but <laughs> yeah, I did a little awesome. bit. Yeah, yeah. No, that that is really awesome. I because D and D, I messed around with a little bit when I was in high school, but I never really got into it that much. So Fanny's already blowing me out of the water with all of this stuff. <laughs> uh, way past me. So that's actually really awesome. Because uh, I mean, you have a family, especially. I guess I'm not trying to age you or anything mm-hmm. but like back in the day D wasn't like seen very well by a lot of people uh i think in the 90s it started to get a little bit better but it was like anyone who played D is like devil worship almost but you didn't uh, experience that at all no no uh-huh. my my dad was like super into all that kind of stuff my mom a little bit less so but she found it like fun you mm-hmm. know um like they used to she would used to like read the strategy guides uh, while he would like play like Prince of Persia and stuff and like that back in the day. Like it was like wow. super cute to watch them do that kind of stuff. But then she hated me playing like online games because I just play <laughs> them all the time. She'd be like, "You yeah. gotta go make some friends," and I was like, "That they are my friends, you know." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was very weird, but yeah, that's adorable your, though. You have a cool family. We're objectively cooler than both of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my life was not as great with my family understanding video games, I guess. My brothers, sure. Uh, but 
Anyways, complete another tangent here, uh, just to get a little bit of history. But <laughs> yeah. So I guess getting into it didn't seem like unnatural or anything, kind of seeing people role play and everything else. It wasn't it didn't feel weird at all. Um, but I do know a lot of people do feel kind of weird and awkward getting into it. Um, Crow, Boba, have you had any? It's Boba, Boba, not Boba anymore. <laughs> Boba. Boba Fett. Yeah, or Boba T, you know, it's just... Yeah. Uh, so, have you had a lot of people who try to get into it and they just weren't comfortable and it was a weird interaction for them? Yeah, I think that that's pretty normal. How do I want to put this? Particularly if you are like like we bring the same kind of backstory and setup every week without fail. Like we're we're consistent, but other people don't have to be. And I think mm. that trying to to figure out how best do I fit into this this niche, how do I make myself work with this lore and this backstory? I think that that's a very normal thing to be a little bit awkward. Like whenever I'm like whenever somebody new comes into our place, I'm always just a little bit like, oh hi, how's it going? And like, how do I start this? Because mm. um, I'm I'm pretty introverted, just on a personal level. So that's that's definitely something that. I know I at least have to work around um, because there, there's a real person sitting behind the keyboard. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's a real human being that you're interacting with, um, you know, doing the, the hip shimmy up on the stage. And I think that trying to make those two things mesh mm -hmm. is always going to be a little bit awkward until you both find your pacing. Okay. Um, yeah. And like speaking as someone who like I've worked at RP venues before I think RP it can be before. yeah it, it can be really intimidating for someone who's new to the scene and say they buy some of your time and they want to work on a story or something and then you write you know write this huge big long paragraph about your cool character that you've been playing for over a year and developing and stuff and then they're like my name is Timness and I'm a sorcerer hello <laughs> like <laughs> Like, the, like, they're going to feel intimidated, and that can create some awkwardness. So I kind of always am trying to tailor my writing style to who I'm playing against. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that, like, I'm meeting them where they're at instead of, like, and then, like, you can slowly sort of, like, increase the quality mm -hmm. and, like, level of writing, and that brings them up with you instead of making them feel inferior, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what a good role player will do is they'll meet exactly. you where you're at. Exactly. Right. And that's awesome. I like I can't speak for any other P venues. Um I this is I worked at one before starting my own, but my philosophy has always been the quality of the interaction over the number of people that a person talks to over the course of the night. Like we we definitely bill ourselves as a place to come develop a character voice. Mm -hmm. Um, so like whenever I'm interviewing people to like work the bar or whatever, it's like, okay, I need you to be able to be like really consistent in your voice because that helps people develop their own and it makes the, the overall community better. Man, this sounds like so much work. Like you're interviewing <laughs> people and then you're like kind of like moderating, trying to make sure everybody is up to par with the level of expectations people have coming to the establishment. It's uh, it's an investment. It's a time investment. Yeah. It really is. Um, but like it's 
and like I, I had a buddy, like a local friend of mine, ask me like, "What what about this makes you go for so much gill at these staff auctions?" And I said to him, "I'm a freelance published writer. This is how I make part of my income. <laughs> like wow. this is how I keep my skills sharp. This is how I." Like, how does this this voice sound? How does this paragraph work? How does this dialogue work with what this other person is doing? Um, and I think that that's... And, like, like Booba talked a lot about um, fan fiction writers. Same situation. It's just unpaid work. It really is a way to flex those muscles and keep them... Keep, keep the skills sharp. Yeah. I do this show so I can remember how to talk to people. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I get it. I get it. Um, man, I, I don't know. This just feels so much more in depth. Like when it, we were talking about role playing, I thought like, oh, well, they, they have the RP tag on and they walk up to each other and they they voice out whatever lines they think their in-game character is going to do. And that's like the extent and level it is. But it sounds like it's way past that point now. Yeah. Um, I, I've had some like crazy character developments that I didn't even think of myself. They just like came about because I was playing myself or my character against mm -hmm. another person. And like, it's, it's different than when you're writing a story alone and that's what makes role play fun yeah. because you control your character, but you can't control what they do and they're going to outside influence what's happening to you. And then like, like that's where the magic really happens because it, it's different than just writing by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's stuff that they're going to think of that you never would have thought of. That's a good point. Like, it's a interactive writing. Uh, yeah, exactly. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm one of those writers that, like, you know, every once in a while, I'm like, ah, I'm going to write a book because I have this stupid story stuck in my head. And then I start writing, and I'm like, wow, no, I, I, I shouldn't do this. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> and I just walk away from it because of how bad it is. So, um. I actually got my start in writing RP back in high school. Hmm. Um, my friends and I, my friend group in high school, we would actually have like little like duotangs, you know, full of like loose leaf paper. And we would each mm -hmm. like pick a character and then we'd like write back and forth and we'd like pass these duotangs back and forth in class and write like handwritten RP to pass the time in school. Um, and like sometimes we'd play characters from TV shows. Like like our, I I had an RP going on that went on for literally four years, where I was playing Guy Sensei from Naruto. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, and now, and that's how we would pass the time and and uh -huh. hang out with each other. Now, did you also? I actually had a a, a friend who ran down the hallways with their arms behind them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was it, a big Naruto fan. Let me yeah, say that we don't talk about our cringy weeb high school days. <laughs> yeah, there were some cringy times, but um, but I think it really helps me develop as a writer. Definitely, like I have had role plays that I've written with friends, like through email, that lasted from high school into university, and they're like literally. Like, I can't load them in a Google Doc anymore because there's so many pages long that it just crashes the Google Doc when yeah, I try to you, load them. You and I have one like that. And I, like, yeah. this was my brand new iPad, like, brand new at the time, iPad Pro with the, the heavy duty processor because I'm going into design. 
Um, and it kept crashing my iPad trying to open this damn Google Yeah, Talk. like it's over a thousand pages long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> not to not to flex, but my my primary bartender or my primary host on Fridays that does the front door at the venue, they and I have 10 million words that we had going. And then lore changed in this fandom that we were writing for. And we said, all right, time to redo it. And now we have another like 12 million still ongoing okay yeah so and and it's literally like longer than a published novel yeah it's ridiculous and like wow. and, and you just keep writing it because it just keeps being fun so mm -hmm. like there there's there's people who rp like that in final fantasy who have been I've doing hit, like the uh, same character for like seven years there okay. is a character limit in the chat box in final fantasy 14 if you didn't know that yeah, and it doesn't, but it doesn't stop anybody. Nope. <laughs> so, Fandy, I do want to ask you, 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 hearing a lot of this stuff, uh, do you have any thoughts on any of it and just the scale of what they're talking about? Um, I mean, it's just, like, been kind of crazy to hear about, like, how in-depth people will go with it. Because, I mean, again, like, I don't really, I haven't really RP'd in any of the games. Like, I've done, like, a little, you know, like, be like, Oh well, my blood off this, uh, but it's like not not for something I act out or anything like that. It's just you know, um, <laughs> so it's been like very very interesting, like uh, getting like introduced to it through like the club and everything, and then like seeing, you know, all the different people like work together to to create like the whole thing. It's been really cool, uh, mm -hmm. different like side of it that I never really even thought was there in the first place. So yeah. yeah. And I, we make it sound super deep, but sometimes yeah. it's just as simple as like a fun night out dancing yeah. with your friends. Yeah. You know, I I I don't say all of these things to to try and like be intimidating or mm -hmm. to try and scare people away because I think that the more people that get into any kind of creative field like this, um, the more people that do it, the better the overall environment of it is because there's more ideas, there's more points of view, there's more there's more everything and i think that the making it accessible is so important too um and that ties back into a like a good role player will be able to match the person that they're playing with the their pace and their their voice and their skill okay and that's just as important as you know hitting character limit or writing a million words in a year or however you want to do it so uh yeah starting off kind of like and you know i am impressed i'm not scared away i'm not scared away <laughs> but i am impressed That's by good. the level of what you all are doing and so i i do want to ask because most people think doing final fantasy 14 are thinking dancing clubs things like that and that's like the starting of the venues for uh role playing and you mentioned fight clubs but what other venues are there to explore for people who are interested into or getting into role playing um, if I can just briefly talk about ours, yeah, uh, we're based on a real life 1920s American speakeasy that was called El Fay Club, F E Y. Um, okay. It existed. I want to say, I and don't fact check me on this. It's been a while. This was thrown together. Like I had that that light bulb moment one night. Um, I want to say like in the Bronx somewhere, and the the guy that ran it, of course, got busted because it was the middle of prohibition. But their primary like entertainer. And, and terrible names. 
her her catchphrase was hello suckers leave your wallets at the bar and mm -hmm. this was in the middle of Shadowbringers, um and you know you know hail sinner mm. and like mm -hmm. um, not to spoil too much for fanny right. here but like ill meg <laughs> and the pixies mm -hmm. that was a real real short jump over to el fay club fae so mm. everything we have is like purple and green and we have the titania box behind our stage and uh, like our catchphrase is, you know, hello, sin uh, sinners, leave your coin purse at the bar and get lost mm -hmm. amongst the pixies, that kind of thing. Um, but I've also seen like 80s rave clubs. Okay. And uh, like people do light shows with the, the, the Sabatender lights. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've seen like any any kind of environment you want to 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 craft lore in. There is somebody that has that for you. Um, I yeah. on Baomong once uh, I did some RP with uh, a friend who their character was a uh, a Zela, so one of the uh, Aura people mm. um, from the Steppe, and she lived <laughs> in a cave, mm -hmm. and literally she had built herself a cave in an apartment that was like jagged rocks and like carpets all over the floor. And like mm. a campfire and stuff. So like you can create like pretty much any space. Another really great place that I went once was a um uh and it, it was an RP venue, I would mm -hmm. say, but it was literally set up to be a clothing shop. And they had like mannequins and shelves with clothes, and you could go and like try on outfits in their changing room and like come out and like like they would literally trade you clothing to try on and then you could buy the clothes or not buy the clothes but or they like steal them and run them away for you yeah so it was like a fashion boutique okay um and uh and that was how they made money was they would craft like glamour items for you to try on and then purchase mm -hmm. okay and that was like that was a very cool role play experience because it was just like oh i'm going shopping <laughs> that's insane uh yeah yeah, I have seen like the the ridiculous amounts of uh, the housing that's been done that can emulate pretty much any any kind of scenario you'd want to, um, like when they made Asmund's room and they you know they, they did that like spot on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I made an apartment for Booba and I have a streamer set up in my apartment. Nice. <laughs> I made myself like a little computer desk. You have like old used cups on the side too and everything and. Um, no, but I have my cats. Yeah. <laughs> I put some cat okay. plushies out. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel pretty bad for Fandy in a situation that, like, I'm trying my best to, like, keep an eye and make sure no spoilers come up or anything else. Oh, you're, you're okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, have you been enjoying the story, by the way, Fandy? Just... Um, it was it was a little bit slow at first, but it was mostly, like, world building, I feel like. So yeah. it's started to, like, pick up a lot more, and I've been getting more into it. So I've yeah. just heard everyone's like, wait till Heaven's Word. Just wait, just yeah. wait. It'll yeah. be great. So. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a funny situation because uh, a lot of people will try to, especially if you're coming in from a ra raider standpoint, because mm -hmm. you're thinking, fuck the story. That's not the point of playing an MMO. You want to raid, right? That's all you want to do. Uh, I mean, I'm a raider, but I, I still enjoy the story and the lore behind the game that I'm playing. Like, I like to know why I'm fighting the stuff that I'm fighting. So I'm not, mm -hmm. like, strictly, when I raid, I, like, I don't care about any of the other stuff because I do because it gets me more like in 
I like enjoying the game and stuff, so. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, I remember I had Pyromancer uh, on here, and he was telling me about his woes with mm -hmm. WoW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've read my share of WoW books, by the way. Like, I, I used to be pretty big into the lore, but it, it fell off for me after a certain point, and I couldn't keep up with it anymore. I just watched YouTube videos to, really? instead of reading the books. Yeah, YouTubers pretty much just kind of like say the, the good, the, most of it there. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I feel like the Final Fantasy XIV story overall, though, uh, is really, really, I don't want to say it's like the best story you've ever experienced in your life, but it's good. It's probably mm -hmm. one of the best MMO stories out there, at least. Um, yeah. And I think that also, uh, I guess, makes a wonderful platform for people coming into our play, because our play, uh, role play. Uh, and it kind of experienced that side of the game too, because the game is so focused around the story. People coming in uh, are also going to be people who love writing and love uh, all the things that kind of revolve around having positive stories. And so, would you uh, agree, uh, Booba Crow, that like Final Fantasy story kind of breeds that ground for people to come in and? Uh, oh, definitely, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things that most people kind of decide when they're working, when they're like coming up with the base level of their character for RPing in the Final Fantasy scene is, is your character the warrior of light in their story? Are they a warrior of light? Mm -hmm. Are, do they have the echo at all? Because there's some people who literally just play as like a normal Joe Blow regular character who like, like never experienced any of the main scenario story at all. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people who are like, I am the warrior of light and I'm here to save you all. <laughs> like, and that's a decision that every person has to make for themselves because then mm -hmm. when you're interacting with another person who is also the warrior of light, mm -hmm. uh, you have to kind of consolidate that somehow. Take them to the and fight club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're going to, we're going to solve this. We'll see who's the real warrior of light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I always find that very interesting Mm -hmm, like I, I i always like to ask someone out of character so are you a warrior of light or no or like do you have the echo like what's your deal mm -hmm. there there's a guy and um I, I couldn't tell you his name somebody like in my crew spotted him once one weekend that puts a party finder up to deliver pizzas <laughs> and yeah. like whenever when you talked about like people who play as just you know normal joe blow on the street like that was my thought was oh yeah it's the pizza yeah. guy <laughs> yeah the pizza delivery guy i love that wow. guy literally you can be like yeah, at you, a venue you, like at a nightclub send him a tell and like hey i'm here i need three pizzas and he will straight up just bring you pizza <laughs> yeah okay and he'll so, show up he's wearing like a uniform he shows mm -hmm. up he's like here's your pizzas and he'll trade yeah, pizzas and then you tip him and then he leaves <laughs> okay so <laughs> I, I need to know more characters like this uh, um, besides the pizza guy. A big, a big favorite on Primal of mine. I'm gonna shout out to the Nam Namazu, um, Chef Belwar, Belwar Battlebringer. Oh, I love he Belwar. He literally role plays as a giant Namazu who <laughs> cooks up his cousins at his restaurant and serves them to people to eat. Fanny's like, <laughs> what the fuck is a Namazu? What the? <laughs> he's, he's like a giant catfish. Um, and he cooks up his littler catfish cousins for people to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole restaurant. And like it's like Iron Chef. And he's like super hardcore and 
like a really awesome dude. I I have also seen people do uh, Iron Chef competitions in this game too. I haven't yeah. been to one yet. I want to so bad, but I guess there's a chef Gordon Ramsay on Primal that like oversees <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. They did like people a huge get... RP event for it one time. Yeah. It was great. People yeah. get really creative with the the ways that they interact with the game itself and with the people that play. Like they get really creative with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my FC members, I met the day I met him. Uh, he was a little Lollafell, uh, Pancake Tornado. You may have seen him on Rich's streams. And he was mm-hmm. wearing the goblin hat and he was going around collecting goblin tax. And just coming goblin up to tax. people and being like, you have to pay the goblin tax. <laughs> and people would like trade him random shit or like give him money or whatever. <laughs> but like, it, it was really cute. <laughs> It reminds me of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the Troll Toll. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, exactly. Exactly yeah. like the Troll Toll. Oh my god. Alright, so the the other ones that I remember, by the way, that got real popular is Door Wedge, right? Who are yeah, played... Yeah, that does role, sound familiar. Role played as a, a Door Wedge and they would just sit there in front of a door and just not oh, move the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and then there's another one that was like tablecloth. Is that right? And they just lay their character on top of. Yeah, they're just a lollafell, and they (laughs) lay on tables in people's houses, and they're like on a tablecloth. (laughs) So there's there's some fun characters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That takes some dedication, though. I I could. Yeah. I I don't know. I I guess that's. uh, People in chat recognize them. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to think of some other questions here, but I do want to ask Fandy, uh, who may have some questions, if you anything's popped into your head hearing all this so far that you want to ask. Uh, not, I mean, not really. I mean, Tablecloth feel like pretty easy to stay in character, you know, but yeah, <laughs> other than yeah. that, yeah. I'm just listening. I'm yeah. vibing, you know? That's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, I mean, it is interesting to hear like the outside perspective here and kind of like adventuring into it a little bit and seeing uh, just your thoughts and everything. And just it's hard. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of it right now. If questions for me to ask Booba and Crow because I'm just blown away. Like I wouldn't even think the answers they've given me to questions. I wouldn't even have thought to ask a question that would have generated an answer like that because uh, there's just so yeah. much <laughs> with uh, the role playing scene. I well, feel I have like, a question for you, please. Yeah, hearing all of this. Yeah. Do you want to go clubbing? You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I kind of want to go and see all the different scenes uh, and see all the, the wonderful uh, different types of very artfully done glamours uh, of characters, of course. I think that that would be uh, interesting. How, if you go clubbing, what, what what does that look like? You just go to like house to house to house to house to house and uh yeah yeah you yeah um so the best way to find these venues is through the party finder uh in the other tab so a lot of people don't know but the other tab is where these venues will post their um their advertisements and they'll say like where the venue is located and maybe state like what their theme is um and some of them will have like a little website that you can go to though those ones they'll usually link you the website once you get to the venue mm-hmm. yeah. um uh but yeah and so you can go to the other tab and th- literally japan servers eu servers 
all of them use the other tab in Party Finder to advertise themselves. Um, and you can just go there and find one that looks interesting and then hop on over and check it out. And people will do whole like pub crawls where you just go from venue to venue and see what's up. So tell me, now now that we're taking this global, have you been to JP uh, our play? Yeah. Uh, why do I keep saying yeah. our play? Role-playing uh, clubs? Yeah, yeah uh, I have. I have a couple of characters over on Tonberry. Okay. Um, and I've, I've done some venue hopping just to kind of see what's out there for venues. Um, and there's been some really cool places. Okay. Um, I, I mostly stick with the English speaking places just because I yeah. I don't want to like commit a social faux pas. Right. Um, Tonberry is like accident. the English JP server. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's where most of the Oceana yeah. players are. So it's, uh, it's a lot more English speaking. I want to say it was on Tonberry, Booba. Do you remember that night market that we found in the Goblet? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That place was amazing. Um, so this uh, person had, uh, there's, if you're familiar with the Goblet housing district mm -hmm. at all, where I'm at. Um, yeah, so there is a tunnel that kind of leads from where the pool is in the middle mm -hmm. of the Goblet to like back behind like the, the, the circular wall that goes around it. Mm -hmm. Someone had managed to glitch housing items down into that tunnel oh. <laughs> uh, and created an entire night market. And just, unfortunately, it did wind up getting taken down because the GMs found out about it and they were like, yeah. look, this is really cool, but yeah, you got to take it down. Totally fair. Yeah, Which I, was totally fair, but it was really <laughs> cool. And he actually like ran an event with it um, uh -huh. where it was like this night market and there were different venues like like at the stalls and stuff selling different things. Oh, that totally reminds me. Um, on Primal, mm -hmm. there's a really great group called The Syndicate um they're a oh, big fc that runs rp events they're not an fc they're a collection of like yes, role a collection. Play communities. uh they're actually called the etherite plaza now oh they're called the etherite okay i didn't know they yes. changed okay okay well the, either way mm -hmm. uh the etherite plaza they actually sometimes run like a farmer's market mm -hmm. um that will have like multiple venues represented at the farmer's market selling items and stuff like that mm -hmm. um so there's like a venue that like specifically is a um minion adoption center where you can go and adopt minions from them and they have like <laughs> a cute little website so they're essentially just selling minions right to yeah. people um but they they frame the whole thing like you're adopting a pet from the rspca or something you know mm -hmm. um jesus so, so you can go to the night market or, uh -huh. or, the, or to the this farmer's market and you can adopt a new pet or you can like go buy some gear from Eureka Venture Forays. Yeah. Um, so like rare gear and stuff like that. And there's like games to play. There's bards playing music. There's like food venues um, selling food and stuff. And it's like it's set up like a whole little like farmer's market day festival kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Man, like again... Just overly impressed uh, by the level of commitment that, because this all takes a lot of time to do. It's not like something you just throw together. Um, and so, like, I'm just impressed by how much time is put into that. Uh, and when people think of MMOs and me in general, I guess before before Final Fantasy 14, when you think of MMOs, you think you go in there, you raid, you do your PvP, 
uh, and you kind mm-hmm. of experience the story a little bit and you collect and you get gear and that's an MMO. But Final Fantasy does feel like it's taken it to the next level to where it's a world, right? It's this whole yeah. interactive world of players who want to do all kinds of different things. It's a true MMO. Uh, and this, like just hearing how expansive this is, uh, it makes me think of other parts of the game too that has to be like expanding out that I'm just completely clueless on. Uh, like I bet there's like a Lords of Dominion club or something out there. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Thing so, that I, uh... The thing that I tell people that are just getting into the game is that yes, it's an MMO, but it's a final fantasy game too. And they've always been very, very focused on building their worlds and like creating the environments that the, the player interacts with. And I think that that doesn't always get communicated very well, I guess is how mm. I want to put it. Um, I, like I said, for the first time in seven years, I'm finally looking at doing like end game reading, that kind of thing. And I just, I never touched it because I never had a reason to, because I had so many other things in this gigantic world that they have built for us to, to play with and interact with and do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like think that. Racing. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I think that remembering that this is a, a JRPG that's also an MMO really does help kind of reinforce that scenario of even if you're not in the roleplay scene, you're still part of a larger story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do want to ask Fandy this too, I guess. So you've experienced this role-playing scene and it's a little kind of niche inside the MMO. Have you ever, have you experienced any other parts of Final Fantasy 14? That's kind of been like this little unexpected niche that you haven't seen before. Uh, golden saucer. Really? I think. Yeah. 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 That's really cool area that you can just like, you can just spend so much time in there. Yeah. And it's just like crazy how, like, how like, I guess, uh, involved that it can be. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's like the, I mean, I haven't, obviously I've, been playing like three weeks so it's just there's all these like things that i'm just like holy crap like i didn't know that this was like yeah. this involved it's pretty crazy yeah it, it's pretty insane uh yeah. especially gold saucer chukba racing hasn't been touched in six years it's oh, content has just existed would. i wish they would six update years. it um they had one guy create just... it yeah oh wow yeah. Yeah, one guy created it, and then he went to the raid team, and um, they just never replaced him. They just <laughs> bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, I just want more race tracks. That's all I want. I, yeah. I just want it to be Mario Kart with chocobos. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not like a, it's not like a, a super intense, crazy, like overly polished game. It's it's like laggy Mario Kart, right? But it's yeah. still it's still fun to like do the breeding and do the whole thing and kind of go into that whole Final Fantasy experience. Um, it uh, it did bring back some very fond younger memories of playing the original Final Fantasy VII though, yeah. and the the janky chocobo racing controls on the the D pad. Yep, yep. Way way back in the day. Mm-hmm. That does remind me. I should ask this too, Fandy. What's your Final Fantasy experience before fourteen? Does it exist? Nope. nope. My my first one, I, I played like I think, what was it called back in the day? Gamefly or whatever, where you got to it was like a old you Netflix, but you would get to rent. <laughs> yeah, you would rent video games over the summer, so that's what I would get one of those like during summer break. I could like rent games, and I think it was like, 
the PlayStation. It was Final Fantasy X, but I only played it for a little bit, and then I had to send it back. So, like, I didn't really get very involved in it, and that's that's pretty much the only, like, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy experience I had before. So, I mean, when I went into the game, I was like, I'm not going to try to think of this as, like, a another WoW. I'm going to be, like, open-minded that it's a story, and then I'm going to kind of take it and enjoy it for what it is. So, it's been... Yeah pretty good so far yeah that's it actually is. really funny fandy because you and i have the exact same level of final fantasy experience <laughs> uh the only other final fantasy game i've ever played was final fantasy 10 and mm-hmm. i literally played it once at a friend's house for a few hours and that was it yeah and other than that this has been my only final fantasy game that final fantasy 9 was my first that I ever played on my own, that I bought with my own money and completed on my own. Yeah. I bought a... It was Final Fantasy 3 in the US, but Final Fantasy 6 overall. I bought that when I was a kid. Uh, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was so young. Uh, but my brother played it a lot. <laughs> and I... I uh, since then, I played 7, I played Tactics, I played 8, 7... Or, I already said 7, uh, 9, 10. And then I kind of fell off a little bit after uh, that, but... It's it's interesting to see that Final Fantasy fourteen isn't just nostalgia for yeah Final Fantasy players. It's literally anyone can jump into it and enjoy it. And Gold Saucer is like a staple for the Final Fantasy franchise because of Final Fantasy seven uh, mm-hmm. and having all these different rides and everything else. So hearing you enjoying that actually, uh, you know, without the nostalgia, it sounds that's amazing. What do you think yeah. of Triple Triad? Did you play Triple Triad at all? Um. A little bit, and I thought that was kind of cool as well. Um, but I only pretty much have like the base deck, and that's it. So I haven't really like gone too much into it because it's like, oh wait, I want to. I need to finish ARR, and oh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna spend too much time here. And they're gonna be like, when is she gonna do the MSQ, man? She's yeah. been here for hours. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you played any of the game like off stream, or do you just save it for on stream? Um, I mean, I did like the whole house and everything, and then I've like. Leveled Athometers, I think, to like 20 ish. Um, but okay. I wasn't sure like how much of it I should do off stream because I'm not sure like when the good story parts are going to be where I'd want to like mm-hmm. make sure that that I save that for stream. Then I want to like start yeah. a quest and then see like a cutscene and I'm like, oh, I should have saved this, you know? Right. So, yeah. Totally I, valid. I think a lot of uh, people who are coming in and streaming Final Fantasy fourteen, they're saving the main story quest for it, but they're going and doing like Gold Saucer and all this other side stuff just off stream, just as they want to. Yeah. But it is it is interesting because you are you're you're faced with a dilemma of playing a game you want to play mm-hmm. or saving it for content for the stream and that that's uh, that could be a tough choice sometimes. Yeah. I've just been playing Planet Zoo. Planet Zoo? <laughs> I love Planet yeah. Zoo. <laughs> Planet Zoo is so much fun. <laughs> I haven't played that at all. I just I remember seeing the billions of advertisements that, were, that was out before it's like it came out. Zoo Tycoon, kind of. Yeah. Zoo Tycoon, <laughs> but updated. Yeah. <laughs> Does it actually feel like a good updated version of uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon or whatever Tycoon before that? Or? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's actually like really like the graphics look nice. So it's like seeing the little animals and stuff. It's just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and my the favorite expansion... thing is just delete all my fences. Oh God! <laughs> what what happens? Does like the bears come out and just start mauling people? Or yeah, really? What? Yeah, 
So I, I would just make like a huge enclosure and then make it like the wild. And then I would oversee like all the little wild animal populations and stuff and not even make it a zoo. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about fucking schools or tycoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little but... side tangent. No, no, no. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I love, I love those games. Uh, I love simulation games and uh, I feel like it kind of, SimCity was huge for me, but that kind of fell off at some point. But anyways, question here uh, <laughs> from the chat. I guess that's kind of relevant a little bit to what we're talking about, at least with Final Fantasy XIV. Um, uh, Fandy, what got, first, what got you into XIV? Were you just like, hey, I see people are playing and I want to give it a try? Or was it like uh, something else that encouraged you to play? Um, It was mostly because I had a couple people like ask if it was something that I would ever consider. And obviously, like, I, st I mean, I still actively play WoW. I just, mm -hmm. as far as, like, my enjoyment of the game right now, it's been a little, like, diminished. And I've, like, I think, I mean, I've been playing WoW since for, like, 13 years. But I think a lot of people who have been playing for as long as I do do take breaks. And I think that's usually the healthiest way to, to play the game for as long, especially with everything that's, like, been going on with it. So, uh, I mean, me playing, like, another MMO is pretty normal. It's just... It's never been uh, mm. when I was like a public person, I guess. So everybody's just like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's like a big thing. But I right. don't know. I'm just I'm enjoying it for like what it is, you know, and mm -hmm. um, I think it's good for a lot of people to kind of like maybe take that break if they're not enjoying something as much and kind of like, you know, there's other things out there that, you know, you can play as well that, yeah. you know, will make you so angry all the time. You know? <laughs> You know, 14 is actually kind of one of those games that I feel like you can play and perfectly be fine stopping playing for a little bit until the content that you want to have comes out mm -hmm. and you're not upset with it. You're you're just like, hey, this is how it is. Because uh, yeah. Final Fantasy 14, I don't think it has grindy stuff to it, but you don't have to grind for months, right? You can get a lot of stuff knocked out pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, I feel so like I think... grindy is kind of the nature of like an MMO, the genre yeah. as a whole. So, you know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're and I grinding... think MMO players enjoy a grind <laughs> to an extent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna make a joke about clubs yeah. and grinding, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we're, we're, we're patching it all back together. But yeah, no, I, I am curious, uh, maybe of your thoughts about a lot of the WoW players coming over. Um, I'm wondering, you know. What about the WoW RP players? Are they ever going to move from WoW and want to come into Final Fantasy XIV and start getting into that RP scene? Uh, to be honest, I'm not at all like involved <laughs> in the WoW RP scene. I wouldn't be surprised if they already have in their yeah. you know, um, RPers. I, I feel like they have a lot more uh, agency over like their RP in Final Fantasy than what WoW gives. I mean, they have their own like dedicated RP servers, but... Uh, it's mm -hmm. not anything near as involved like venues and mm -hmm. all of that. So yeah. yeah, and I will say, as someone in the RP scene in Final Fantasy, I've had an increasing number of interactions with people saying like, "Oh, I came over from WoW," <laughs> and mm -hmm. like they're RPing here in Final Fantasy now. So I, I think there's they're definitely starting to migrate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is, I I should be asking uh, both of you this question, Booba and Crow. Uh, so you've had a huge increase of WoW players coming in. Uh, has it all been like positive interactions with the RP scene and WoW players coming in? Uh, um, I like me, I haven't. Yeah. 
I haven't had any negative interactions. Okay. Um, we're we're a relatively small venue, though. Mm. Um, <clears throat> at least you know, for the time being. Um, so we tend to have our our core group that comes in. <clears throat> Excuse mm. me. Um, but as far as like the general migration. Mm-hmm. Not really. Like, everybody's been very pleasant. Everybody's been, um, like, like people who are new in instances have always been very willing to learn the differences between the two games and be willing to, to kind of work with the, how do I want to put this? The, the way the community sort of presents itself, I guess. Because, like, we, we've always had that reputation of we're a very open and welcoming group of players. And I know that I've, I saw people, like, voice that concern when the, the migration started happening was, okay, are we going to get some of those, like, toxic elements that you hear about in World of Warcraft? I really haven't seen that. I don't I think most of those toxic people are in the RP scene. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <so>. very true. <laughs> no, and that's fair. But, like, also, yeah. like, in a, in a very general sense, uh, most of the... Like new players that I've seen have been very pleasant, been very fun to play with. Um mm -hmm. and you know, welcome welcome to the game, guys. We're we're glad to have you. Yeah, that is and, a... and I think go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> uh I, I think a lot of that is because open minded people are pleasant to be around. And if they're yes. here trying a new game, they're an open minded person. You know? Um closed minds don't work, they're closed for business. <laughs> um so uh, yeah. I, I yeah i think if you're open and willing enough to try a new game after being so dedicated to a particular game for a very long time mm -hmm. then you're you're of the type of person who's going to learn quickly like that you're in a new environment and think like the the social rules are different and stuff and people have been really respectful and kind Mm -hmm. um i've had an amazing time with all the incoming world of warcraft players obviously <laughs> um like my fc is mostly people who have <laughs> yeah. either played wow exclusively <laughs> or played both games for a very long time uh and they're all wonderful people so i i've had nothing but positive interactions that's awesome yeah i think there yeah. is like a level of story gatekeeping players from final fantasy 14 like there's there's a handful of them out there that like kind of give you a, a negative statement if you don't like the story as much as they do. Uh, but yeah. it's it's not nearly. I don't think it's as bad uh, as it could be. And wild to toxicity. I, you know, to be honest with you, I never experienced wild toxicity when I played WoW. Maybe I just got out of the game early enough. <laughs> like it just wasn't ever. A you big thing. you get it. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, more on the higher end, basically. Mm. like mythic rating and mythic plus and stuff and then don't even think like pvp is that is just like a huge hurdle for like anybody new trying to get into that so yeah that's well, the nature and I, of pvp I, yeah excuse me i i say quote unquote wow toxicity i never played wow this is just you know i had friends in high school mm. who did that you know they they had stories that kind of colored my view of the game as a whole so i i never got into it and i of, of course by that by extension, never experienced it. This is just a, you know, my friends who played both games were a little bit worried about some of that migrating over, but that really hasn't been the case. Nah. 
I can't imagine that being like a huge. Everyone who's come over from WoW, except for like a few people <laughs> that have come over from WoW, uh, has had a very welcoming like experience. I think, and it's people, and even in like doing duties and doing little raids and stuff. People used to go like really fast and they're just trying to push it, but now they're like slowing down a little bit because they want mm -hmm. people to like have time to enjoy things like the cutscenes and everything else. And I feel like the system was set up to be very welcoming. Uh, like Final Fantasy just set up like this perfect newcomer experience that they weren't expecting a whole bunch of people to come in all at once, but it was just, yeah, come on, let's do it. And it worked out for them really well so far. Um, yeah. But their servers and, and are going I think... up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the servers were not prepared yeah. <laughs> at all for the influx of people. Um, mm. And I, I do think also, like, there was talk of, like, Final Fantasy players and stuff being gatekeepy. Mm -hmm. And I think it was entirely out of, like, fear that this positive community that we have would be affected somehow. Mm -hmm. But I think the WoW players have, like, proven that wrong. You know? Yeah. Like, it's it's... And people are starting to calm down about it, I think. I hope so. Um, because, yeah. We had a whole show on it last week. Y'all so. are lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess that's... I, I'm trying to think of more role-playing questions. I feel like you've answered most of them, though. <laughs> uh, but is there anything that we haven't really talked about, uh, Crow and Booba, that you feel like we should go over a little bit about role-playing? Because you have a lot more information on it than I do. Um... I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I'm just trying to think. I, I guess the biggest piece of advice that I would give to people is, I, again, remember that there is somebody behind that that character that you're playing with. And like, just remember that you're interacting with another human being. That's so, so important. Um, and I know Booba talked a little bit about... Um, like people talk about their their negative experiences in the roleplay community, they absolutely do happen, um, and it is an unfortunate, I guess, fact of mm -hmm. life that every group is going to have its bad actors. Um, <clears throat> and I guess like be liberal with your with your blacklist. Um, <laughs> like don't be afraid to just say like I I'm not going to tolerate this and leave. And like don't be afraid to to like call out bad behavior because it really it really mm -hmm. can kind of fester if it's not addressed right right yeah uh, yeah i think that is good advice and also just like if someone gives you a weird vibe just blacklist yeah. them <laughs> like it's a game that we play for fun to have a good time and rping even more so should just be something that you're doing for for fun and if someone is affecting your fun like just don't hang out with them yeah and that's that's what i tell my crew too is that the whole point of this is that we have fun on the weekends and maybe make a little spending money in the process if it's not fun that i'm not gonna that i'm not gonna ask anybody to to come in and work it if it's not fun yeah so like first first and foremost it should mm -hmm. be safe and then immediately second it should be fun to do right I, I do want to ask this, uh, since we're on this topic, Fandy, have you had to blacklist anyone or had any negative interactions with anybody in the game yet? Yeah, I blacklisted one person. I was at a, one of the venues we were at. Been, mm. been a little weird. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm I can, sorry. sorry I can say what he was saying. I mean, I'm used to it. I pretty mm. much, it, kind of, it comes with the territory streaming and other mm. stuff, so it's like, 
you know, deal with weird people all the time, but yeah, no, I, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had some weird, weird comments towards me a handful of times too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I don't know what, the, sometimes people don't understand boundaries and <laughs> you have to kind of just get rid of them, but I'm glad it's only been one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've had a good handful of them, but it's, <laughs> weird experience like uh, i think even when i started streaming at first uh people were making like weird sexual comments to me and stuff i'm like what i you know it's not something i was like i was gonna start streaming you know i i don't run into these issues people aren't like that to uh guys who start streaming everything but it it does happen sometimes and uh yeah and consent is so 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 important regardless of the the nature of the story that you're working with um like you you can't just take something in a left turn without the person that you're playing with like knowing and consenting to it happening it doesn't matter if it's hey we're gonna go to this next venue or if it's something that like really kind of like skirts that gray area of what's allowed in the game like your partner mm-hmm. has to has to consent to it yeah and like I, I've, I've i've rp'd i've rp'd scenes with with a friend where I literally beat the crap out of the character because it's what my character would have done. Mm-hmm. But it was still something that I, like, out of character was like, hey, are you okay if I do this? Are you okay if we do this scene? And, like, even throughout the scene, just being like, like, let me know if I go too far. But, like, I beat the crap out of her character that, because, that... like, that was the interaction we were having. That makes me think, is there like a safe word in these situations too? Or like, hey, it's going to... Oh, definitely. You you keep in, in contact with each other through like what's called OOC or out of character chat. Right. So anything put in double brackets mm-hmm. uh, is considered out of character talk. Yeah. And like, like, we'll even be discussing the scene like, this is so kick-ass. Like, <laughs> while we're doing the scene and stuff and like acting it out and stuff like... Like, you can kind of almost pre-plan scenes if that's what you're doing and, like, if if that's going to be, like, enjoyable and, like, make it a better experience. Like, it doesn't all have to be 100% improv. Like, some people will be like, I want to do a scene where this happens. Mm. And then you do that scene kind of thing. Or you could just be, like, completely making it up as you go along. Like, it really depends on the situation. I didn't even think about this stuff. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> you, you actually have this like communication going between just to make sure that you're you're not stepping on toes and being weird. Yeah, or com- like communication that. is everything. Yeah. Communication is so 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 important. Um, and, and not to like I, I, glancing in at your chat every now and again, I saw somebody talk about what's called god modding, and it's where you take the agency away from the other person's character. Like, let's say their fight scene was happening and booba decides what their character does next that's called god modding and that's just it's not really accepted in the roleplay community and that comes back to that issue of there has to be communication and respect for both people who are involved in whatever it is that you're doing Mm -hmm. Uh oh right she'll be back i believe in it (laughs) uh i love how the cameras just kind of readjusts and so i have like Fandy's like half on her screen and half on Crow's screen, and Booba's now Fandy. <laughs> or no, she's uh, 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 Crow. <laughs> it's I'm okay. back in. That's fine. Sorry, my my internet hates me. That's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm so sorry I'm preventing you from eating your Chipotle, by the way, Fandy. You can totally eat it. <laughs> I'm a messy eater, so I try not to on stream. Oh, like, okay. oh my god, 
There's, she's got <laughs> sauce everywhere. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, I guess I, I do want to uh, ask just a not one more question, I guess, here. With mm -hmm. role-playing and how everything else is going, is there anything... Uh, Booba, Crow, that you're looking forward to, like in the expansion that's maybe going to help the role playing scene or anything else like that? Is it like the farm bill stuff they're bringing in? Uh, is that uh, something that you are looking oh. to utilize? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm super curious about that. I, mm. What I'm really looking forward to are the new locations and the new, uh, like lore that we're going to get. Um, I have an ongoing story with somebody that I met through the role play venue where his character is going to Charlene because he's a merchant and I'm going because I'm helping out with the, the fight against the Telophoroi and mm -hmm. sorry, Andy, I know that's spoilers. It's sort um, of contextless. I don't so. even yeah. know what that means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, what, what are we going to come up with for stories that have to do with the new lore and content that's coming? What new outfits am I going to be able to put together for this? Um, because like, I have a history, uh, like my family is, uh, um, a particular ethnicity of Jewish that come from like Turkey in the Middle East. So seeing uh, like Radzat Han and Thavnir coming up is really mm. exciting for me uh, because that's adjacent to like my background and my heritage. Um, mm. And I get to put that into uh, like the characters that I play. I get to express that that way as well. Um, I'm everything that's coming in November. I'm so excited for. I took a week off work for 6.0. Yeah. yeah, you got Ishgard housing too. That, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, so a whole yeah, new definitely Ishgard. area of venues. So, mm -hmm. uh, it's intense. This is probably the most excited I've been for an expansion since the game came out. Oh, Just to let you know, Fandy, like this is like <laughs> an amazing expansion, even for people who've been playing it for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, we'll I think see. New expansions are always hype for an MMO. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, there's one's some extra hype. eyes that are gonna be on it as well, but yeah, get yeah. to experience it alongside everybody. So, yeah. mm -hmm. with WoW, there's been some expansions I were, was not very excited for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. everybody's usually excited, and then they're like mid expansion, like, "What are they doing?" But you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Well, uh, I guess. I mean, that kind of wraps up a lot of what we're gonna talk about today. I, I feel like we had a lot of fun. I hope, Fandy, you had some fun being on the yeah. show uh i i know a this lot of it's just fun. like what the hell's going on half the time but it wasn't too bad no it's still uh, still a good time good 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 yeah. uh some good. educational stuff yes. hopefully <laughs> yeah because i i need to learn about this stuff too because this is the game i play in the game i i i live in off and you know digitally basically yeah and uh, now you know you can go to fight club and bet on fights <laughs> I, apparently that's what I'm going to be doing when we start bar hopping. I I, I don't know. Oh hell yeah. Uh, we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, do, do you have body a character shots. on Ether? Yeah, that's I'm in Cactar. That's okay, my okay, server. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you you can join our club hops. Yeah, I used to be on Exodus. I started on Exodus. Uh, then I went to Gilgamesh because the rating was bad and Party Finder didn't really work very well. That's that that's completely fair. Uh, yeah. Primal's really not like the rating data center. I will. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then I went to Cactar for PvP. I'm also, uh, you know, one of those weird people who do a lot of PvP in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I love PvP. Yeah, it's I fun. I haven't tried it, it yet. It's hard to get people into it because it has such a bad reputation. Uh, but I've heard it's, about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's worth doing. It, it sucks because you have to depend on the other players to be good, too, and you're randomly matched up with them, so... 
<laughs> there's not enough structure to it. I, I, I do like it. I, I'm going to be doing PvP events soon, so nice. that's a whole other thing. Um, that being said, uh, I, I do want to open the floor for last-minute things to say uh, and everything else, and I'll, I'll go Crow, Booba, then Fandy, so she has some time to think. <laughs> on that <laughs> so any last minute thoughts or anything you'd like to say uh crow um oh gosh you put me on the spot again yeah. <laughs> am i allowed we have an event going at our venue this please week. advertise that um yeah yeah we're doing an all ages event on uh the shiragane i think it's the hidden shore subdivision on exodus in ward 20 uh, so come bring a swimsuit. We're going to give away some glamour stuff. We're going to give away some Allegan melons. Uh, we'll have our, our normal like list of things that you can buy, but we also have some of the shaved ice that we're going to give out to free stuff, possible prizes, that kind of thing. Uh, we open at 10 PM central time. I know that that's our US central. I know that's kind of late, but if y'all would like to join us, we would love to see you guys there. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I guess. The only other thing I have is, uh, you know, be be kind to each other, be excellent to each other. Oh, okay, that's nice and sweet. <laughs> yeah, and that's on Primal. Yes, yeah. on Primal on Exodus server. Yeah, but if you, don't be kind to each other on Aether, right? Just on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Sense. All right, uh, Booba. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think definitely I want to reiterate like this. The thing I love the most about this game and is the fact that it's an MMO. It's a community like that. That's what an MMO should be is a community. And we get to shape what that community is. And I think we've done a really awesome job of making it a fun and welcoming place for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and to just keep doing that, keep remembering that there's a person on the other side of the screen. There's a person on the other side of that keyboard and, uh, to always assume that everyone is trying their best, even if their best isn't that great that day. Um, and Happy also, Mondays. partner Monday, question mark. Oh, yeah. Good luck <laughs> with that. Uh, oh, good luck. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Fandy. We'll it's, it's been crazy. I, I you, no, Don't worry. Even if they do, it's just a matter of time. You don't got to worry too much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Fandy, any last words for you that you want to say about the, the topic? Um, I mean, it's just been really cool to listen to you guys talk about it more and kind of like learn more about like a whole nother side of the game that most people probably might not even know exists. So, uh, yeah. it's been really cool to listen to. And, uh, I think I'm probably going to be like, I think I'm supposed to go with like Gremlo and Brian tonight, and we're gonna go to like a little club. I'm gonna try. I went back to my guild that I spent sinking it into my apartment. So <laughs> we're gonna go do that tonight. So it'll, it'll be a good awesome. time. All right. Awesome. All right. Yeah, and thank you for being our like fresh set of eyes on the subject too. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I feel less intimidated because someone else is here with me that could kind of like <laughs> be surprised by everything as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, before, and again, one last round here, I'm just going to, for where people can find you and everything else, and we'll go same order here. Uh, if someone wanted to find you, uh, Crow, where could they find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Crow Dalova, D-A-L-O-V-A. -A. Uh, mm -hmm. I also stream uh, right after this, actually, at Stitch Witch Games here on Twitch. 
Uh, I'm running an extra life campaign too. You can find uh, information on that. We're super close to the silver medal. Uh, and they are running their tabletop appreciation week this weekend. So if we raise a certain amount of money, they're giving me a very cool set of dice that I'm going to give away in a future stream. So check in afterwards and get more information there. Yeah. For those who don't know what Extra Life is, Crow, could you oh, just give yeah. us the blurb? Oh, uh, yeah. It is a uh, play games, heal kids. They benefit Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, I my My campaign goes to my local hospital. Uh, 100% of the money does go to charity. It's an excellent, excellent cause. I can't overstate how good of a charity they are. I love working with them. Yeah. Uh, I actually worked with them for a Chuck race tournament that we did like, oh, a couple fun. months ago. Yeah. Uh, and that was a, a lot of fun. They're mm -hmm, really cool I'm people. Sure. Uh, well, Booba, where can people find you? Okay. Uh, so you can find me at Booba Spice on Twitch uh, and then at Booba Campbell on Twitter. Uh, and I also have a Reddit now, so r slash uh, spice. Nice. You, you know you made it when you have a Reddit. <laughs> I know, right? I don't, I don't even have one of those. <laughs> you haven't made it yet, I guess. <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, so uh, you can uh, post your funny booba memes on the Reddit, and I do little Reddit recaps when I stream. Okay, okay. Fandy, where can people find you? Um, just on Twitch, it's just Fandy. Um, and on Twitter, it's Fandy BTW. So, okay. Yeah. Well, you all have been awesome. Thank you so much for coming together and letting us do this show and giving your time to talk about this and educate me and everyone else that was watching <laughs> that might not be familiar with it. Um, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah thank course. you so much. I noticed this is a show a lot of people wanted to do, but it was such a sh hard show for me to think of how to put together. And Booba, you helped a lot <laughs> with making that come together. So thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, I, I love the RP community in this game, and I really think it deserves to get highlighted and also have some of the, hopefully some of the stigma around it broken. Uh, yeah, it really does. Did yeah. Aswin go to a Final Fantasy Club today? I saw that on Reddit, it looked like. Yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard he did go to uh, an RP Night. club today. Yeah. So oh. I hope he had fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's having a lot of fun with this game. It's like he's diving deep. He's he's so deep in yeah. this game. He's doing <laughs> stuff I've never done in this game. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, anyways, everyone, thank you for watching. Thank you, all mods. Thank you, everybody, supporting the show. Thank you, everything. You're all wonderful. Uh, I got to give special thanks uh, out to Andre Kane, who gives me the uh, permission to use that intro and closing music that we use on the show. And also my wife for my emotional support and putting up with me doing this every weekend. Uh, and I guess, you know, uh, we, we may be back next weekend. I'm not sure. I am hosting a, a, a tournament that will be weekly starting, I think in a couple of weeks from now for PVP. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So stay tuned for that. I have a really stupid Patreon video uh, for everybody to watch for a couple of minutes. And then we have the credits. And then afterwards, uh, we will be hosting somebody. So stick around for that as well. You guys all have a wonderful rest of your day. Remember, be good, keep cool, stay frosty, all that good stuff. Everybody wave and say bye. 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 Hey, y'all. Welcome. Welcome to the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, thank y'all all for watching again. It's fantastic to explore the community and talk about things like the role playing and Final Fantasy fourteen. And uh, I appreciate you know you guys keep saying, uh, "Hey, where, where's the where's Bubbles? The Bubbles, the the Moon Rabbit." And that I'm here. I'm here at the end. Thank you all for watching. Let me go ahead and do my special thanks out to a few people who help out on Patreon. 
That is Ockmorning, a great reading uh, PVE website resource for people. And then there is uh, Phase Temperance, a great PVE uh, kind of event uh, organization that helps out making PVE events. And there's Teamcraft, which is a really great resource website for actually going out there and uh, working with other crafters to make stuff. Uh, also, we got Dude It's Antonio, Dewey Fury, Daniel H, JJ, Megan C, Nami, Psyche, and Tagalong. They're all great Patreon supporters. You guys can uh, go to Patreon if you care to, and uh, I'll, I'll say your name too. Now, here's the thing. Uh, some people, there has been some negative comments about me uh, at the end of these videos, and I, I just want to get a chat just to say real quick, do you want Bubbles the Moon Rabbit to keep coming out here and talking about Patreon, or you want somebody else? It won't break my heart. It won't break my heart. I'll be okay if you, you want someone else to be here, but you know, just 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 say in chat right now if you want me to come back, and uh, depending on that, will depend on when I, I come I, if I come back next time or not. Anyways, you guys all remember: be good, keep cool, and stay frosty. <laughs> Bye.